Mauler Moment is brought to you by McMunn & Yates Building Supplies, Thorsness Appliance, Grain Millers Canada, and The Rock, making a difference. Brett Breitkreitz is Springside as a hockey-playing brother, Clark. Both currently are playing in Europe. Clark is the youngest of the two. He was never a mauler, though, having played one year with Beardies, three with the Yorkton Terriers, now in his 10th season in Germany. Older brother Brett was a two-year mauler, spent four seasons in the Western Hockey League, then at 21 went to Germany. He's playing in his 11th season there. Brett Breitkreitz was a mauler in 2004-2005 and in 05-06. When you went to play in Germany, were you uh, were you considered a national? Don't you have German heritage? Yeah, actually. So before I even started, how that all worked out, it's kind of funny because um, one day um, I had a couple cousins that came over here and played like in the third and the fourth league, which is basically third league. You can make pretty good money, like probably four or five thousand Canadian a month net. Yeah. yeah. But um, I had one cousin was playing in the fourth league, which is basically like hobby hockey and working, and they got their German pass because um, my grandparents didn't come to Canada until, like, end of the war. Okay. And so even my dad, he was still born Canadian, or still born German in Canada. So my grandparents didn't become naturalized Canadians till like, the 60s. So they, uh, the one day, um, the coach in Cologne at the time was looking at the Western Hockey League stats, and he's seen he was like clicking on the leading scoring sheet and he seen my name pop up and he's like, bright cards, but there's a guy, there's a guy in Germany playing with that last name. So he clicked whatever, looked through it and he contacted me. He's like, Hey, are you related to this guy? I'm like, yeah, it's my first cousin. And two days later he sent me a contract offer. Wow. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Basically just two days later, he sent me a contract offer and then was actually, you know, went through with my agent and then he's like, well, if you got a German pass, he said, then we'll put the word out. And then, um, yeah, then in about probably, I would say a week after that, I had offers from probably 10, 12 teams in the DL that I had to source through, and I ended up going to Cologne in the first place, and that was the coach that had found me on the internet. But yeah, I don't know, it was just it was kind of crazy how it worked out, and then I ended up not, uh, instead of going to the American League, because I had a couple of American League offers, I ended up, yeah, just coming straight over here and never left. So Your league is underway, right? You guys are playing hockey. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. We've been going since about, uh, I think, the middle of October. We started or beginning of October. So, yeah, it's been a little bit different. There's no fans in the stands. Um, but we're lucky, actually, we have a, a pretty good commissioner here in our league. And he is a younger gentleman, and he's got big aspirations to move up to you know, maybe work in the Bundesliga, which is the first German uh, soccer division. And so he secured some government funding and did a whole bunch of things with the hygiene concept, etc. And yeah, we basically play, I would say not in a bubble, but uh, yeah, we'll play and we, we travel around to all the different rinks, but you know, there's no fans and you're kind of in your own, uh, your own little world as far as uh, just you and your teammates go. So yeah, but at least you're playing. That's a good thing, there, buddy. Let's yeah. go. Let's go back about uh, 16, 17 years, uh, whatever it was. 2004, 2005. You became a mauler. How did that come about? Like, uh, what was your first camp like, and how did you become uh, a Yorkton mauler, Brett? Well, there's a little bit of serendipity there because I almost didn't. So um, after the Bantam draft. Um, at the zones, I, uh, I ended up slipping a bit in the draft because I had, uh, talked to, uh, University of Maine and, um, to be perfectly honest with you, I just, I've always been kind of a horse of a different color. So I was going to say, you know what, you know, even though I'm going to be a, a high pick in the bathroom draft, I, I would be interested in the college route. So 
I ended up uh, talking to University of Maine quite a bit, and they had a good hockey program at the time. They had just had Nyquist coming in and, and Ben Bishop. And, um, yeah, I, I just uh, – yeah, after the draft, I went to uh, – to Tisdale spring camp and it was in Saskatoon and uh, Daryl Mann uh, kind of put the full court, or full court press on me and uh, my family and he uh, he wanted me to come to Tisdale and I thought well you know what I'm 15 um, you know I, I'm interested in kind of seeing the world a little bit at that time Tisdale was the world so I uh, <laughs> I'm you know I, I was I kind of thought about it and and uh, actually they ended up working out my parents bought a new house and kind of were in between selling their farm and their land. And to be perfectly honest with you, we couldn't afford to send me to Tisdale. So, um, I ended up staying in Yorkton and playing for the Maulers and, uh, yeah, then I ended up there for two years. So who coached you that first year or even the first two years who was coached then? Well, uh, the first, I think we had Richie, well, Richie Cleveland was a coach and I can't remember if he was coach of second year as well too. I think he was. Um, and then Scott Moscow was the assistant. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of adjustment for me with those two guys. I, I had uh, Rob Kozak and, and Shane Kustra and Bantam, and those guys, for for a 14-year-old kid, uh, those guys were absolutely top-end coaches. And uh, I was actually real sad that Rob uh, got out of it because, uh, holy smokes, that guy could coach a hockey team. So I think he uh, he's a pretty good banker, but I think he would have been <laughs> a, a really good coach. So. Yeah, a pretty good hockey player in his day, too. We talked to him and actually aired it uh, earlier uh, his time. Of course, he played on that national championship team. But 04-05, 22 wins, 15 losses. The next year, 23 wins, 17 losses. Pretty good hockey teams. Yeah, we were good. We had we had some good young guys. Um, you know, I'm not some of our older guys, not very many of them, I think, went on to have real good junior careers. But... We had some really good young players. Uh, our Bantam program in Yorkton, uh, the first the two years there was really, really strong. Um, you know, again, that goes back to Rob. And so we had, you know, Stringfellow and Nybrandt and myself. And then, uh, yeah, like Cruz Reddick came in the next year. I think he's still playing, actually. He's in Slovakia right now in the first league. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, like I said, it, it was more of a Drew Hoff, too. Can't forget Drew Hoff. Yeah. He had a really good Western Hockey League career. Um but yeah, you know, we just kind of, it was more of our young guys that kind of carried the mail there. And then I think that's probably what held us back a little bit is just trying to find the balance there between the old and the young. And I think towards the end, I think some of the older guys got a little bit upset because, you know, the young guys were, were the better players. But, you know, you know how that sometimes works is they're not exactly, um, you know. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Who were uh, did you have specific line mates you played with in those two years? Well, I started with I started with um, my first year when I was fifteen. I started with Don Campbell and Drew Hoff, and we were really really good together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you know they switched it up a little bit, and again went back to the same thing. I think they put a few of the older guys up there, and um, you know that ended up hurting us a little bit. And then the, the next year I played a lot with Cruz Reddick. Um, and then uh, I played with Evan Nybrandt lots too. You know, we uh, we played together from the time we were you know five or six. So we played together throughout minor hockey and bantam, and then uh, a little bit in Triple A midget. And then actually that second year when I was 16, I made the Terriers right out of the year um, again because I I got drafted by Kelowna, and that was a again a disappointment for me. 
um, you know, I, I think that sounds maybe a little bit arrogant, but I want to be Regina Pat or a Prince Albert Raider or a Saskatoon Blade. And, you know, to head out west for me, I am a Prairie Boy at heart, and I always will be. So it was a little bit of a, I would say, a culture shock. And I went to Kelowna for rookie camp, and I'm like, eh, I don't want this. Like, mm. I, I don't want to be here. And so I ended up going back to junior after two days and went back to the Terriers and went to Eddie and said, hey, if I make the team, can I play on your team? And he said, yeah, sure. And I had a good start there. Um, I was playing with uh, Jason Wagger got an injury in, in the preseason, so I was playing on the first line with Sparvey and Korchinski for a while. And then Wagger came back, and then just for whatever reason, there, you know, I didn't get my ice time. And at that time, at being 16 and you know having, um, you know, a whole career ahead of me, I just needed to play. So, you know, had Eddie kept me on the Terriers that year. Um, for the whole season and, and played me and, and gave me a decent shot, I would have probably stayed and probably played till I was 18 and then took off the main. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just kind of got tired of it and I went back to, to the harvest and played there. And then uh, about November, I signed in Kelowna. So that was that. And then my junior or my college eligibility, eligibility was gone. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it, as you moved into your first year, uh, with the Maulers, Harvest at the time, as you say. But it's a big step, Brett, going from Bantam to Midget. All of a sudden, you're moving up into a, a real elite league, and you got to step your game up because it's the uh, Pat Canadians, it's the Saskatoon teams, it's, it's, it's a good hockey league, and all of a sudden you've got your own locker room and your own stall and the name on it. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, it was it was super cool for me. Um you know, that was the year two. I think one of the two years was the contacts were like the best midget team ever assembled and they lost like three games won the Air Canada Cup. So um, that was kind of everyone's fighting for second place that year. But um, yeah, it was really neat. And, and the thing is for me is what was eye opening for me is up until that point, you know, I was the best. I was the best everywhere I was, pretty much. You know, Bantam, I led the South Sass League in scoring and then all the way through. And, you know, getting to Major AAA and playing against 17-year-olds, I mean, there's a huge difference between a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old. And I was a pretty big kid, but still, I mean, like we had guys like Micah Raz, like, you know, that guy to shave his eyeballs. He was, uh, he was, uh, he had a full beard and like, it's just different walking into that locker room and you're playing against guys that are on the verge of manhood versus, you know, just, just kids. So that was a big adjustment for me to kind of get used to that. And it was a real big learning curve too. Um, just realizing that, you know, I had to bring my best every night to be successful. And, uh, you know, I, I learned a lot of lessons from that. So, uh, thanks for this. We really appreciate you uh, sharing your Mahler time with us and uh, best of luck, everything that's going on, you and your family in Germany. Thanks for this, Brett. Yeah, no, thank you. And I got to tell you, this is a big thrill for me. Um, I grew up uh, listening to uh, to Terrier games in the old farmhouse and hearing you on the radio and uh, even in, in the tractor doing a little bit of hang and, and everything else. So this is uh it was a, it's a big thrill for me, and I appreciate you reaching out, so thank you. That was Brett Breikreitz along with his younger brother Clark, both still playing hockey in Germany. Join us next Tuesday for another Mahler Moment. Mahler Moment is brought to you by the Gallagher Center, North American Basement Systems, and The Rock, making a difference.